Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shalom, this is Johanna, your reader today. Today is Wednesday, the 27th of December, and the 15th of Tevet on the Hebrew calendar. This week, our portion from the Torah is called Vayechi, which means he lived. And we're going to start by reading Genesis 49, 1 through 18. Before we get into our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and thank him for his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples, through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Yaakov called his sons and said to them, Gather together so that I can tell you what will happen to you in the last days. Be assembled and listen, sons of Yaakov, and listen to Israel your father, Reuven, my firstborn are you, my vigor and firstborn of my power, endowed with extra dignity, endowed with extra strength, like water boiling over, you will not have extra, for you got up into your father's bed when you defiled a maid's couch. Shimon and Levi are brothers, instruments of violence are their knives, in their secret counsel may my soul not enter. In their contingent may my honor never be united. For in their anger they slew men, and in their self-will they maimed oxen. Cursed be their anger, for it was strong, and their rage, for it was cruel. I will disperse them in Yaakov, I will scatter them in Israel. Yehuda, so you are, your brothers will praise you. Your hand will be on your enemy's neck. Your father's sons will bow down to you. A lion's cub is Yehuda. From the prey, my son, you have gone up. He crouches, lies down like a lion or like a lioness. Who would rouse him? The scepter will not pass from Yehuda, nor the ruler's staff from between his feet, until he to whom it belongs will come. To him will be the obedience of the peoples, binding his foal to the vine, his donkey's colt to the choice vine. He washes his garments in wine, and in the blood of grapes his robe. His eyes are darker than wine, and teeth that are whiter than milk. 
Zvulun will dwell by the seashore, and he and be by a harbor for his ships. His distant border reaches Sidon. Isaschar is a strong-boned donkey lying down between two saddlebags. He saw that a resting place was good, and that the land was pleasant. He leaned his shoulder to bear a burden, and became a forced laborer. Dan will judge his people as one of the tribes of Israel. Let Dan be a serpent beside a road, a viper beside a path, who strikes a horse's heels so that its rider falls backwards. For your salvation I wait, Lord. That was Genesis 49, verse 1 through 18. And now our portion today from the prophets is Second Samuel 2. Now it came to pass after this that David inquired of the Lord, saying, Should I go up to one of the towns of Judah? The Lord said to him, Go up. Where shall I go up? David asked. To Hebron, he said. So David went up from there along with his two wives, Achinoam of Israel and Avigail, the widow of Naval the Carmelite. David also brought up his men that were with him, each with his household, and they settled in the towns of Hebron. Then the men of Judah came, and there anointed David king over the house of Judah. Then they told David, saying, It was the men of Yavesh Gilad who buried Shaul. So David sent messengers to the men of Yabesh Gilad and said to them, Blessed are you of the Lord for showing this kindness to Shaul your Lord, for burying him. So now may the Lord show you kindness and faithfulness, and I also will show you goodness because you have done this thing. Now therefore be strong and brave, for Shaul your Lord is dead, and also the house of Yehuda has anointed me king over them. Now Avner, son of Ner, Shaul's army commander, had taken Shaul's son Ishboshet and brought him over to Machanaim. Then he made him king over Gilad, Asher, Israel, Ephraim, and Binyamin, over all Israel. Shaul's son, Ishboshet, was forty years old when he began to reign over Israel, and he reigned for two years. But the house of Yehuda followed David. The time that David was king in Hebron over the house of Yehuda was seven years and six months. Once Avner, son of Ner, and the troops of Shaul's son, Ishboshet, went out from Machanaim to give on. Meanwhile, Yoav, son of Zuhiyah, and the troops of David went out. They met each other by the pool of Givon, so they sat down, one group on one side of the pool, and the other on the other side of the pool. Then Avner said to Yoav, Now, let the young men get up and compete before us. Let them get up, Yoav replied. Then they got up and came forward by number. Twelve for Binyamin and for Shaul's son Ishboshet, and twelve from David's servants. Then each grasped his opponent by the head and thrust his sword in his opponent's side, so they all fell down together. 
Therefore, that place was called Chelkat HaTzurim, which is in Giv'on. The battle was very fierce that day, and Avner and the men of Israel were defeated before David's servants. Now the three sons of Zeruiah were Yoav, Avishai, and Asahel. Asahel was as swift-footed as one of the gazelles of the field. Asahel pursued Avner, not swerving to the right or to the left from pursuing Avner. Then Avner looked behind him and asked, Is it you, Asahel? It is I, he answered. So Avner said to him, Turn away to your right or to your left, seize one of the young men, and take his armor for yourself. But Asahel would not turn away from following him. Once again, Avner warned Asahel, Turn away from pursuing me. Why should I strike you to the ground? How would I ever look your brother Yoav in the face? But he refused to turn aside, so Avner struck him with the butt end of the spear in the groin, so that the spear came out through his back, and he fell down there and died on the spot. Then all who came to the place where Asahel had fallen and died, they stood still. But Yoav and Avishai continued pursuing Avner. As the sun was setting, they reached the hill of Amma, which faces Gia on the road to the wilderness of Giv'on. Then the sons of Binyamin rallied to Avner and, came, and became one group, taking their stand on top of one of the hills. Then Avner called out to Yoav and said, Must the sword devour forever? Don't you realize how bitter it will be in the end? How long until you order the people to stop pursuing their kinsmen? As God lives, Yoav replied, If you had not spoken, then surely the people would have gone up until the morning, every one after his kinsmen. So Yoav blew the shofar, and all the soldiers halted and pursued Israel no more, nor did they continue to fight any longer. So Avner and his men marched all that night through the Arava. Then they crossed over the Yarden and marched through all morning until they reached Machanaim. Yoav returned from pursuing Avner, and when he had gathered all the troops, nineteen of David's soldiers beside Azael were missing. But David's soldiers had struck down many of Binyamin and Avner's men, so that three hundred and sixty men died. Then they took up Asahel and buried him in his father's tomb, which was in Bethlehem. Yoav and his men marched all night, until the day dawned on them at Hebron. That was Second Samuel chapter 2. Our portion today from the writings is Psalm 71. In you, Lord, have I taken refuge. Let me never be ashamed. Deliver me and rescue me in your justice. Turn your ear to me and save me. Be to me a sheltering rock where, my, where I may always go. Give the command to save me, for you are my rock and my fortress. My God, rescue me out of the hand of the wicked, out of the grasp of an evil, ruthless man. For you are my hope, Lord, my Lord, my trust from my youth. From my birth I have leaned on you. 
you took me out of my mother's womb. My praise is always about you. I am like an ominous sign to many, but you are my strong refuge. My mouth is filled with your praise and with your glory all day. Do not cast me away in the time of old age. When my strength fails, do not forsake me. For my enemies speak against me. Those who watch for my soul conspire together, saying, God has forsaken him. Pursue and take him, for no one will deliver. O God, be not far from me. My God, come quickly to help me. Let the accusers of my soul be disgraced and destroyed. Let those who seek to harm me be covered with scorn and confusion. But I, I will hope continually, and I will praise you more and more. My mouth will recount your justice and your salvation all day, though I do not know the sum of them. I come because of the mighty deeds of the Lord my Lord. I will remember your righteousness, yours alone. God, you taught me from my youth, and I still keep declaring your wonders. So even until I am old and gray, O God, do not forsake me, till I tell of your strong arm to the next generation, your might to all who are to come. For your righteousness, O God, reaches to the high heaven. You have done great things, O God, who is like you. You made me see many troubles and evils. You will revive me again. From the depths of the earth you will bring me up again. You will increase my greatness and comfort me once again. So I will praise you with the harp for your truth, O my God. I will sing praises to you with the lyre, O Holy One of Israel. My lips will shout for joy when I sing praises to you. And my soul, which you have redeemed, also my tongue will tell of your righteousness all day, for those who seek my hurt have been put to shame and confusion. That was Psalm 71. And now our portion today from the Apostles is Luke 3. It was now the fifteenth year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, and Herod was tetrarch of the Galil, and his brother Philip was tetrarch of the region of Iturea and Traconitis, and Lysanias was tetrarch of Abilene. During the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came upon Yohanan, the son of Zechariah, in the wilderness. And he came into all the surrounding region of the Yarden, proclaiming an immersion of repentance for the removal of sins. As it is written in the scroll of the words of Yeshayahu the prophet, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, and make his path straight. Every valley shall be filled up, and every mountain and hill brought low. The crooked shall be made straight, and the rough ways made smooth and all humanity shall see the salvation of God. Therefore, Yohanan was saying to the crowds that came out to be immersed by him, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? 
Therefore, produce fruits worthy of repentance, and don't even begin to say among yourselves, We have Avraham as our father. For I tell you that from these stones God can raise up children for Avraham. Even now, the axe is laid at the root of the trees, so every tree that does not produce good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. The crowds were asking him, What should we do? He answered them, saying, Whoever has two coats, let him give to the one who has none, and whoever has food, let him do the same. Tax collectors also came to him to be immersed. Teacher, they said to him, what should we do? He said to them, do not take more than you're supposed to. Also soldiers asked him, saying, and what should we do? He said to them, do not take things from anyone by force. Do not falsely accuse anyone and be content with your wages. Now the people were filled with expectation and all were wondering in their hearts about Yohanan, whether he might be the Messiah. Yohanan answered them all, saying, As for me, I immerse you with water, but one is coming who is mightier than I am. I am not worthy to untie the strap of his sandals. He will immerse you in the Ruach HaKodesh and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and gather the wheat into his barn but the chaff he will burn up with inextinguishable fire. So with many other exhortations, Yohanan proclaimed good news to the people. But Herod, the Tetrarch, after being rebuked by Yohanan because of Herodias, his brother's wife, and because of all the evil things Herod had done, added even this on top of them all, he shut up Yohanan in prison. Now when all the people were immersed, Yeshua also was immersed. And while he was praying, heaven was opened, and the Ruach HaKodesh came down upon him in bodily form like a dove. And, out, and from out of heaven came a voice, You are my Son, whom I love. With you I am well pleased. Yeshua was about thirty years old when he began his ministry. He was the son, as was supposed, of Yosef, the son of Heli, the son of Matat, the son of Levi, the son of Melki, the son of Yanai, the son of Yosef, the son of Matitias, the son of Amos, the son of Nahum, the son of Esli, the son of Nagai, the son of Maat, the son of Matatias, the son of Semen, the son of Yosef, the son of Yoda the son of Yohanan, the son of Resa, the son of Tzrubavel, the son of Shealtiel, the son of Neri, the son of Melki, the son of Adi, the son of Kosam, the son of Elmadam, the son of Er, the son of Yehoshua, the son of Eliezer, the son of Yorim, the son of Matat, the son of Levi, the son of Shimon, the son of Yehuda, the son of Yosef, the son of Yonam, the son of Eliakim, the son of Melea, the son of Mena, the son of Matata, the son of Natan, the son of David, the son of Ishai, the son of Oved, the son of Boaz, the son of Zalmon, the son of Nachshon, the son of Aminadav, the son of Ram, the son of Chitzron, the son of Peretz, the son of Yehuda, the son of Yaakov, the son of Yitzchak, the son of Abraham, 
the son of Terah, the son of Nahor, the son of Serug, the son of Reu, the son of Peleg, the son of Ever, the son of Shelach, the son of Kainan, the son of Arpachshad, the son of Shem, the son of Noach, the son of Lamech, the son of Metushelach, the son of Enoch, the son of Yared, the son of Mahalalel, the son of Canaan, the son of Enosh, the son of Shet, the son of Adam, the son of God. That was Luke chapter 3. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll need to be reading 2 Corinthians 12 today also. Thank you for following along with us. May you be blessed today. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.